go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time uh, seeing my face, hearing my voice, and you don't know who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. Things like getting registered with the state, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, making sure you have appropriate contracts, operating agreements, high creating time, uh, NDA agreements, uh, giving you, <laughs> you ain't even heard it, Anaya, give me, give her a second, <laughs> making sure you have appropriate brand protection strategies of hiring policies, y'all are getting into this already, and we haven't even started, um, but I help you do all of those things, okay, so if you're in the startup phase of your business, oh, if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of those things, I'm a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. Um, if you are in the startup phase of your business and you hear <laughs> and you uh, need some legal legal advice in your ear, a legal friend to help you out, to hold your hand on this road to entrepreneurship, that is what I'm here for. Go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and book your free 15 minute consultation today as well at linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. You can, uh, download the free, uh, the free, Biz Launch Chi Chi, hold on y'all, I'm trying to put something in the comments, because yesterday, somebody asked me about, uh, putting a tip in, and I put the wrong, I put the wrong link, it's paypal.me.mpl consulting, oh, you already read the list, it's hard on Facebook, well, not everybody has read it, Adaya, but yes, um, but yeah, go to Lynchy forward slash NPL consulting firm if you want to hook up with me, okay, um, but I want to move on to the show, because we've got a lot of talk, a lot of stuff to talk about in a little bit amount of time, so for those of you who might be new, the way that the show works is I pull stories from the news, blog sites, stories that you guys send me, and I, oh, yeah, I put the wrong thing in, Obed, that's why, um, yeah, I pull stories from the news, blog sites, you know, anything that I feel like has lessons that we can learn as entrepreneurs, and I, um, we discuss them, okay, so this is the time for all of us to get our opinions heard, as long as they are respectful, the, what we're about to talk about is a little, you know, might get on some people's nerves, but we're still gonna be respectful, okay, alright, so let's get started, before we even get into our stories, those of you who were here last night, please give me a hand raise. Um, please give me a hand raise if you were here last night for the show because we had a heated discussion about our last story. Last night we talked about Dr. Dre and his uh, wife of 26 years. They are separating, they are divorcing, and Miss Nicole, uh, Mrs. Nicole Young... She is, uh, re she is claiming that she has ownership over half of Dr. Dre's trademarks. Not only that, um, during our discussion, someone told me that she was requesting $900,000 a month for, um, entertainment. And I was like, that's not real. That's fake. So, you know, I went and I looked and y'all, it's not a joke. I found the list of what Miss Nicole Young wants. Okay. And look, I'm not here to say whether she deserves it or not. 
I just don't understand, but you know, I don't have, I don't have their money, so I don't know what their lifestyle is like. But, Miss Nicole Young, or Mrs. Nicole Young, she, uh, while she is requesting almost $2 million a month in spousal support, uh, when you add it up, it only comes up to about $1.35 million. So, you know, saving Dr. Dre a little bit change. Um, hey, Jarek. Uh, so, Nicole, she wants $10,000 a month for laundry and cleaning. $135,000 a month for clothing. $60,000 a month for education. Um, she wants $125,000 a month for charitable contributions. Uh, $100,000 a month to, for the mortgage. And she, uh, she also wants $20,000 a month to go towards her telephone and cell phone bill and email. Uh, and then of course the $900,000 for entertainment. Now all of this she wants monthly. All right. Uh, look, like I said last night, I'm not going to say that she does not deserve this money. She was with this man for almost three decades. She's given him children. She's put up with a lot. Uh, but do, what do we think about this list? Like, is Nicole reaching or based on Dr. Dre's money? Because remember, she's been married to him for 26 years and they're going to do this based on the lifestyle she's become accustomed to. Is Nicole doing too much? Um, Obed Magni said, OMG, she's out of her freaking mind. <laughs> well, you know, reach for the stars. You land on the moon, right? <laughs> I remember when, uh, Mary J. Blige was divorcing from her husband and he was requesting like over a hundred thousand dollars a month for ridiculous stuff, like a stipend for his parents and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, Nicole and, and, and they were married for 12 years. Nicole's been with Dr. Dre for almost 30 and, um, Mary J. Blige's husband got his money. Uh, Nicole Young, she's requesting, you know, about $2 million a month and she's been with Dr. Dre for almost three decades. I'm not going to say that she's not going to get it because she just might, depending on the lifestyle she's become accustomed to the lifestyle that they lead. Now, the real question is whether she has any ownership over his trademarks. Um, <laughs> Jarek said she's doing far too much. Jarek, look, I don't understand rich people problems. Okay. <laughs> Deidre said, do she got the receipts? LOL. Um, I don't know what the receipts, I'm sure, you know, they could look at her credit card statements. We don't know what her lifestyle is like. Maybe she's going out, she has to go out to a lot of events. Obed said, hell nah, don't be encouraging this behavior. Look. Obed, if God wants to bestow me with a rich husband who I then have to divorce, I want my money, all right? So I'm not going to block Nicole's blessing just in case it blocks mine. <laughs> but I just wanted to read um, that list out to you guys so that you could, um, you know, see, you know, is Nicole, is what Nicole requesting, is it too much? Is she doing too much, you know, or does she deserve this, you know, $2 million a month that she is requesting in spousal support? But hey, Margaret. All right, Margaret. You you. Uh, I just ran through the list of uh what Nicole Young wants for her from her divorce to Dr. Dre. I think you were were you here tomorrow last night? Anyway, um, I already talked about it. But when you get a chance, go back and watch it. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the actual show. All right. Um, my beer drinkers. If you like beer, please give me the beer mug emojis. I don't really like beer. 
Um, it's not my thing. Uh, if I do drink, it's mostly wine or something fruity. But my beer drinkers, please give me uh, a beer mug emoji. Okay? Um, and while you do that, um, I'm going to explain why I want you to do that. So in uh, the state of Texas, there are two breweries. Um, they are one and a half miles apart from each other. One is in a place called Dripping Springs, Texas, and the other one is in San Antonio, Texas, okay? Now, like I said, these two places are about an hour and a half from each other. I, I kind of mapped it out in my uh, GPS. Uh, Sincere they're not gave me a beer mug. Obed said, team liquor and wine. Yes, class A! <laughs> All right, okay. So we have these two breweries that are about a mile and a half away from each other. One of these breweries is called Suds Monkey Brewing Company. Now, Suds Monkey, they've been open since 2017. They filed a trademark for their name in 2018, which they were granted. Um... You know, and they've been operating for over three years. Uh, here comes the problem. In 2018, uh, a trademark was filed for the name Brew Monkey Beer. Uh, so there is a company in San Antonio, Texas, the Brew Monkey Beer Company. They filed a trademark for the name of their business um, in 2018. Now they filed a statement of use, meaning that they, they basically told the USPTO, look, we don't have our product ready yet. We don't have our, our, what we want to sell ready yet, but we want to save this trademark. So they filed a statement of use application and then they got five extensions on this application. Okay. So basically they kept telling the USPTO, look, we're not ready. We're not ready. We're not ready. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In the meantime, you know, they finally got their stuff together um, and they're ready to open as a brewery, Brew Monkey Beer Company. Suds Monkey Brewing Company, the brewing company in Dripping Springs, Dripping Springs Texas, they find out about, about Brew Monkey Beer. And three days before Brew Monkey Beer is set to open, they send them a cease and desist um, letter. They sent it on August 29th of this year. So this was very recent, okay? Um, Brew Monkey Beer was like, girl, we ain't trying to hear all that. So Suds Monkey uh, then filed a trademark infringement suit against Brew Monkey Beer. Now, Suds Monkey, they want damages. Uh, they want treble damages, meaning they want, um, so they want the profits that Brew Monkey Beer has made so far by using this name. So Brew Monkey Beer, they've been open for a little less than a month right now. Suds Monkey basically wants all of Brew Monkey's profits as well. They want what is called treble damages. When someone infringes on your trademark, if you can prove that it was willful and wanton, like, you know, they did it even after you asked them not to and they were just out here being reckless, there's something you could get called treble damages, which is three times the amount of what your actual loss is. So this is what Suds Monkey Brewing Company wants from Brew Monkey Beer, right? So I want to ask you guys, um, uh, now both of these, uh, Brew Monkey Beer, they feel like, you know, they can work this out with Suds Monkey. You know, they're like, you know, we're two businesses. Let's try and work this out as gentlemen. But Suds Monkey is like, no, this is my name. What are you doing? 
Um, so I want to ask you guys, remember, both of these brewing companies, they are located in Texas. They are one and a half miles away from each other. They both have monkey in their name. Do you think that there is a possibility of confusion between Suds Monkey Brewing Company and Brew Monkey Beer Company? Now, I asked you guys this in my polls. I gave you guys, I showed you guys the logos and the trademarks and things like that. You guys said that there wasn't really a possibility of confusion, that it wasn't too close for comfort. But now that you hear these details, understanding where these brewing companies are located from each other and what's happening. Do you think, hey, 76 Grimke, do you think that there is a possibility of confusion between Suds Monkey Brewing and Brew Monkey Beer? What do you guys think? What do you think? Um, I, For me, personally, I think that Suds Monkey is actually in the right here. First of all, you how many brewing companies, how many beer producing companies are there in Texas that have monkey in the name? Monkey is not, uh, you know, a term that is usually associated with beer making, right? So it stands to reason that, um, you know, if I see two beers that have monkey in the name, I might think that they're related, but that is my reasoning. I want to hear from you guys. What do you think? Do you think that there is a possibility between these two beer companies operating in Texas um, an hour and a half away from each other that both have monkey in the name? Um, Jarek said definitely confusion, especially one and a half miles away. Not one and a half miles, Jarek, one and a half hours. So you'd have to drive about 90 minutes to get from one brewing company to the other. Do you? Does that change your answer, Jarek? Um, Dr. Obed Magni said, I can see that argument. Is anybody on the other side? Is anybody just like, you know what? This is ridiculous. You guys are far away. Nobody's going to mistake Suds Monkey for Brew Monkey. Is anybody on that side? Cause I would love to hear your opinion. Cause for me, I think that Suds Monkey is right on the money here. Brew Monkey, you're starting just a couple of years after Suds Monkey. You're operating in essentially a, a, a similar territory, Right. And you are using a unique word that is not, that it's not popular within the beer industry and you're putting it in your name, right? 76, uh, Dr. Obed, hold on, hold on a second. Dr. Obed Magni said, if 90 minutes, no argument. Dr. Obed Magni said, no case. 76 Grim K said, yes, there will be confusion with the word monkey. Absolutely. Because when I think of monkey, I'm, I, there is no association for me between monkey and beer. Not in my regular life, right? So if I'm out here in Texas and I see a monkey brewing company here and a monkey brewing company here, what's going to stick out to me is monkey. And I'm going to say, oh, they must have some kind of franchise, right? Anyway, so uh, Suds Monkey, you know, they're trying to get Brew Monkey's uh, trademark application canceled, um, and we'll have to wait and see what happens between them. I, I hope that Suds Monkey, you know, gets their stuff, because I think it's kind of foul. Brew, Brew Monkey, you filed the trademark application. You didn't even have your product ready. You got five different extensions, which means you had five different opportunities to pick a different name. Um, Obed, Dr. Obed Magnus said people need to start reading. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, um, we are moving on to our next story of the evening. Before we do that, I want to remind you guys that you are watching 
NPL it's week. What is so weak? Um, we are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need a legal friend to hold your hand, I'm here for you, okay? Go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book yourself a consultation today. All right. Um, Deirdre Pollock said it would seem even closer after you have a few beers. Right. Right. Let's say, you know, you, you're a few beers and you're like, Ooh, girl, this monkey beer is good. Like where, where we get the monkey beer at? You're not going to know where to go. Cause you drunk. <laughs> okay. Hi, T good RBG. All right. Um, T good RBG. Is that RBG for Ruth Bader Ginsburg or revolutionary of a gangster? Let me know. Um, Anyway, moving on to our next story. If you have an iPhone, please give me the cell phone emoji if you have an iPhone. Um, this story actually makes me kind of sad and angry um, because this is something that happens a lot uh, in just in commerce. You know, uh, big guys taking advantage of little guys. And the fact that I have an iPhone makes, you know, this kind of makes me rethink, do I want to get another iPhone when this is all done? All right. If you have an iPhone, you got one. Okay. Now we all know, uh, I, as of now, within the last few years, we have been able to, you know, pick the skin tone that we want for our emojis, right? You have iPhone, right? You know, I, I, I have, I set all of my, um, skin tone emojis to, you know, something closer to mine, my chocolate brown skin, you know, I look honey brown, whatever. Uh, but this is technology. This is not, this did, this is not something that was always around this, um, technology to be able to change the skin tone of your emojis was actually developed. Um, Apple debuted it in 2013. Um, unfortunately, apparent, you can't find my pay, paypal.me forward slash NPL consulting, Oben. Well, hold on. Let me, let me unpin this and then I'll pin it for you. Hold on. Uh, okay. I'm gonna pin it for you, Oben. There you go. It's pinned. Anyway, so getting back to the story. Um, so Apple debuted the, the skin tone emojis. Thank you, Margaret Massey for the phone. Um, in 2013, uh, the problem is apparently Apple stole this technology. Um, there is a woman by the name of Karina Parrott. She is the owner and operator of Cub Club Investment LLC. She is a black woman. She is suing Apple for copyright infringement, trade dress infringement, unfair competition, and unjust enrichment. Uh, apparently Katrina, not Karina, Katrina Parrott, um, she invented something called iDiversicons and it was the original skin tone kind of program where you could choose from five skin tones. Uh, if I find the pictures, I'll post them in my, um, on my stories tomorrow. Uh, now after, you know, she did this probably seeing that when, as cell phones came out and emojis were becoming more popular, people of color were a little, you know, we felt a little left out because I didn't have a brown hand emoji. I didn't have a brown hand clap. I didn't have a brown thumbs up, right? So 
Katrina, apparently, you know, she felt the void in the market and designed this program that would allow you to choose your skin tone. Now, after she developed this, uh, this technology, she copyrighted the program, of course, doing, doing her due diligence. Absolutely, girl. And then she went to Apple and she was like, hey, she knocked on the door. She was like, hey, Apple, I would really like to talk to you about this program I've developed for emojis. Let's talk business. So. Katrina and Apple, they're going back and forth. They're talking, you know, she's, they, she makes them sign NDAs and things like that. And they get a look at her technology, you know, and she thinks that they're moving towards a partnership. She's moving towards a partnership with Apple. All of a sudden, Apple's like, hey girl, sorry, we're not interested, bye. And they stop all negotiations with Katrina. Next thing you know, Apple pops up with their own skin tone changing emojis right? Um, now Katrina, she's no slouch. She has been recognized for her work. She's actually in a documentary about these, um, uh, diverse emoticons. Uh, she has been featured in many publications. So Katrina is not just, you know, some random person out here on the street trying to get a dollar from Apple. She is actually an inventor. She is actually a programmer. Um, so now she is suing Apple for damages. She, uh, she's also suing for the lost opportunities, um, and unfair competition because Apple as this huge company, you basically stole this woman's work and you don't know what other company she could have partnered with to show them this technology, right? So Katrina is suing Apple for copyright infringement, trade dress infringement, unfair competition and unjust enrichment. Um, and you know, while I don't put it past large corporations to steal from uh, smaller companies because that is just what happens. I'm very disappointed in a company like Apple with all your money, with all of your tech, with all of your resources, you could have just paid this woman, right? If this is true, I'm not, I'm not going to say 100% it's true because I don't know this lady. I, I was not in these rooms. But if there is any truth to this, Apple, what are you doing? You are one of the largest companies in the world. You could have thrown your pocket change at this woman and it still would have been, you know, like pocket change for Apple. I'm talking like millions of dollars. I'm not talking about like $20, right? You have the means to pay people for their technology. Why are you out here stealing the technology and putting yourself under a microscope to get sued? All right. But again, this is all allegedly, we don't know what the truth, what, what the facts are, what we weren't there. We will have to wait for more things to come out. But I want to get um, a vote from you guys here. If you think that Katrina was the inventor of these diverse uh, skin tone emojis, give me a one. If you think she is just trying to get a dollar from Apple and she didn't really uh, come up with this skin tone technology, give me a two, okay? If you think Katrina should need her money from Apple, just like Lonnie Johnson got his money from Super Soaker, give me a one. If you think Katrina is out here perpetrating a fraud, give me a two. I've got a one from Jarek, from Margaret. 76 Grimke said, Apple pay Katrina. Dr. Obed Magni is giving me a one. Apparently, we're all on uh, Katrina's side right now. Um, I am very interested in this uh, because this is not only an issue of intellectual property. This is racism. This, look, you know I don't like talking about, we don't talk about this on the show like that, but 
you knew people had been complaining for a while about the lack of diverse emojis, that there were no skin tones. I did not have a skin tone that represented me on my phone for a long time. And then here comes someone who sees a void in the market and comes up with a solution. And instead of giving them their props, you steal from them? Apple? You who like to sue any and everybody who is suing a recipe company because they are using a pear as their uh, logo? I need Apple to have a seat if any of this is true. Um, but good luck to Katrina. I want you to get your money, girl. Um, yes. All right. Okay, so we are moving on to our final story of the evening. Do we have any more questions about that before we move on? Because I want to move on to our final story of the evening. And in order to move on to that story, I need all my football fans to please give me a football emoji. We have another football story this week. Uh, if, and if you are a Cowboys fan... Um, okay, thank you, Obed. What, you sent to my cash out or something? Okay, thank you. Hey, I'm going to have me a nice little lunch tomorrow. Um, if you are a football fan, please give me the football emoji. Give me the football emoji. <laughs> Go Canes. All right. Um, if, we're talking about NFL football, Obed. If you are a Cowboys fan, please... Um, what's the... Uh, give me give me a... I don't know. What's the... What, is there a cowboy hat emoji? If there's some type of cowboy emoji, give it to me if you're a Cowboys fan. Anyway, um, moving on. So, uh, if you didn't know, apparently the Cowboys played the Atlanta Falcons this weekend, and the Atlanta Falcons fumbled that win. I heard that they were up by like 20 points in the last um, inning, in the last uh, quarter, and still lost um, to the Cowboys. Uh, so much so that Stephen A. Smith went on a rant and said that he threw out his Atlanta Falcons jersey, right? Um, so, the Cowboys, of course, they're riding high on this victory against the Falcons. I mean, how can you, I don't know how high you can ride on a win against the Falcons. Because remember, Falcons lost to the Patriots uh, a few years ago. They did that 23-5. and um, Sincere 39 said, is that what you call it? Call what Sincere 39? Um... <clears throat> Oh, oh, Amy Jackson, I forgot you from, uh, you from Georgia. I'm sorry, girl. What, ha what is, look, Atlanta is a great city, but what is wrong with your football team, girl? Um, Sincere39 said they were up 39-0. Oh, we heard AP Jackson's feelings. I'm sorry, girl. I'm sorry. Look, love Atlanta, the city. The team needs a little bit of work. Anyway, um, so, on... Cowboys won against the uh, Atlanta Falcons, right? There is a player on the, on the Cowboys. His name is Ezekiel Elliott. He is a running back. It was 28-3. Okay. AP Jackson said the, the Falcons need a new coach. That's what Stephen A. Smith said, too. Um, if you know who Ezekiel Elliott is, please give me an EE in the comments. He is a running back for the Cowboys. Um, apparently during this game, Ezekiel Elliott debuted a new tattoo. Um, actually, no, hold on. Actually, no, not at this game, prior to this game. Anyway, uh, Ezekiel Elliott at this game or one game before 
the best running back in the NFL. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. All right. Ezekiel recently got a new tattoo that says feed me. Apparently that's his phrase on the, on the, on the field. And whenever I guess he does something good, he makes a motion like he's eating out a plate or a, or a cereal bowl, right? Um, so he got a tattoo that said feed me. And now Ezekiel Elliott has filed a trademark application for the phrase feed me. What does he want to do with the phrase feed me? Apparently he wants to make athletic apparel. He has filed a trademark for athletic apparel, uniforms, gloves, headbands, baby clothes, jackets, ties, triathlon um, gear, and women's clothing. So Zeke, uh, he's from Ohio State. Oh, shoot, that's where Joey went, um, Obed. So Ezekiel Elliott, you know, he's putting his money where his skin is. <laughs> Not only did he tattoo his phrase on his body, he is also trying to secure the bag with it by filing a trademark application. Now, you may think it is silly when these uh, athletes try and do this, but it's not silly. What they're doing is very, very smart because you can bank off of phrases, right? Think about the people who have trademarked phrases. Hot Girl Summer, Megan Stallion. Um, Daddy Yankee was able to trademark his, you know, famous yell. Being able to trademark a phrase that is signature to you, that is money in your pocket. And Ezekiel Elliott is securing the bag. Um, Dr. Obed Magni said he ain't getting that. Nice try on his part. Why do you think he's not getting it, Obed? Tell me why. Jarek gave me a fist up emoji. TB Moore said smart. Jarek said he's smart AF. Dr. Mo Obed Magni said, I agree, very smart. AP Jackson said, hmm, I think a portion should go to a food bank. Perfect for the phrase. Huh, okay, AP Jackson, you might need to be on, on uh, Ezekiel Elliott's PR team, girl. Um, Jarek, the floating yogi, said, branding at its finest, right? So for all you Cowboys fans who might be watching, look out for Ezekiel Elliott's gear, his Feed Me gear. You know, you can represent it the games for him. So congrats to him for securing the bag, all right? Uh, so those were the questions, uh, or not the questions. Those were, uh, Dr. Obermann said, not hating. Feed Me is super generic. It is generic, but it is not generic in the field of football. Remember, when we talk about trademarks, you can't trademark a word that is generic in your field. So if I am a hairdresser, I can not trademark the term, you know, comb or brush because those are common in my field. What I can do is maybe trademark, you know, the hair hammer or something because we don't really use hammers when it comes to doing hair, right? Now, in football, feed me is not a common phrase within the game of football. This is a phrase that is only attributed to Ezekiel Elliott because it is his signature phrase, his signature move on the field, right? So that's why it would not be generic in that case, Obed, okay? All right. Um, Jarek said it is multi-use. Hey, Alexander Karma. We, we're about to end right now. But yeah, so those were the stories that um, I had for you guys today. Um, they were, you know, very interesting. We talked about, you know, monkey beers, um, Apple being racist and stealing from black women, uh, and Ezekiel Elliott securing the bag for his Feed Me trademark. And we even went through the list of uh, the, the expenses that Nicole Young would like her soon-to-be ex-husband, Dr. Dre, to pay for her on a monthly uh, on a monthly basis. 
Oh, you're welcome, Jarek. Jarek said very good point differentiating that. Yes, it's very important that you understand that you cannot trademark generic phrases in your industry, not just generic words in general. That's why Apple technologies, Apple products, that's why they could trademark the word Apple because Apple is not a common phrase within the technology sphere, okay? All right. So yeah, so those are the stories that I had for you guys. If you have any questions, we can stay on for a few extra minutes to, so that I can answer them. If you have questions about the monkey beer story, about Apple, about Ezekiel Elliott, about Nicole Young, if y'all want to keep on talking about that, we can do that for a few minutes. We're not going to get into no arguments. Look, I'm not going to say that lady don't deserve that money because she gave that man children in 26 years of her life. I'm just saying I don't understand. Um, but uh, yeah. Margaret said, I saw the replay for Monday and she should get her 50%. All those years of marriage, what happened to the chows? What, do you, what are chows, Margaret Massey? What do you mean? Uh, can, can, you, can you... So Margaret thinks that Nicole deserves 50%. What happened to... Can you, can you please elaborate on what chows are? Um, yeah. Uh, so... Hold up. Cynthia Thurnett said Dre has a lot of kids. Oh, Margaret Massey said, what happened to the vows? Look, um, apparently Nicole's been putting up with a lot. I remember a few years ago, she had to go to a, a, a hotel room trying to whoop some girls behind that Dre was in, the, was in the hotel room with. So I think she, she has been, you know, trying to do her part uh, in the marriage. I guess it's just not working anymore. Cynthia Thurnett said Dre has a lot of kids. Jarek said she had children. Not his. She had his kids, didn't she? Doesn't she have his kids? I feel like she gave him kids. Um, Dr. Oben Magni said, where is the 50% coming from? Since Ethernet said, I think she will get it. The 50% is coming from the fact that she gave up her youth and beauty for 26 years for this man, gave up her career, raised his kids, ran his home, put up with cheating for 26 years, and now she wants her money. She has been accustomed to a lifestyle of wealth, all right? The, the, the courts are not in the business of putting people in bad financial situations. I know somebody who was married to his wife for over 20 years. His wife never worked. They got divorced. He is still paying alimony to this day. Until she gets remarried, he must pay her that money because she is accustomed to the lifestyle of being supported by her husband, whether or not she is married to him, okay? Um, Jarek said it was a joint effort. <laughs> Dr. Obed said is laughing. Jarek said $2 million a month is a joke. It's, it's a joke to us because we ain't got it. I don't know what them people do. Dr. Dre is a billionaire, okay? Um, Margaret said exactly, uh, Dr. Obed said team no man, Obed, come on, man, we have to carry on the family line, <laughs> all right, so that is where I'm going to leave you lovely people tonight, please join me tomorrow night for more stories, if you find anything that you would like me to talk about, um, please, you know, send them to my DMs. You know, I love it when y'all do that. Obed Magni said, I can't be subjected to these legal liabilities. Uh, then you better have a strong prenup. Since it 39 said they have two kids together. Okay. Uh, Jarek said team, no marriage. <laughs> Dr. Obed Magni is laughing. Look, look, y'all look, I understand. Look, when you put your heart out there, that is just something that might you know, you run the risk. Sometimes love don't last. And this is just what happened. Love didn't last. Run my girl Nicole her money. <laughs> okay? All right. 
So good night, y'all. You guys were awesome as usual. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for your commentary. Thank you for your involvement. It really makes this show so enjoyable. Um, join me tomorrow at 8 p.m. Go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. Go see everything that's happening. And I will see you tomorrow, okay? Bye-bye.